0: Good morning for Monday, September 25th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump imposes travel ban on seven countries. Merkel claims a fourth term with obstacles. And in risky game, Trump taunts touchy dictator. In today's national headlines, storm laid waste to Puerto Rico's agriculture. Violent crime in the U.S. rises for a second year in a row, and budget bus lines flout rules with little consequence. In today's business headlines, financial watchdog hope self-reporting rises. Jigsaw horror movie promotion assails blood donor regulations. And as U.S. refineries rebound, gas prices drop. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Trump imposes travel ban on seven countries, reported by Michael Scheer. President Trump on Sunday issued a new order banning almost all travel to the United States from seven countries, including most of the nations covered by his original travel ban, citing threats to national security posed by letting their citizens into the country. The new order is more far-reaching than Trump's original travel ban, imposing permanent restrictions on travel, rather than the 90-day suspension that he authorized soon after taking office. But officials said his new action was the result of an examination of security risks, that was designed to avoid the chaotic rollout of his first ban. Starting next month, most citizens of Iran, Libya, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Chad, and North Korea will be banned from entering the United States, Trump said in a proclamation released Sunday. Citizens of Iraq and some groups of people in Venezuela who seek to visit the United States will face restrictions. Trump's original travel ban expired on Sunday, even as the Supreme Court is set to hear arguments about its constitutionality on October 10th. The new order will take effect October 18th. As president, I must act to protect the security and interest of the United States and its people, Trump said in the proclamation, which White House officials said had the same force as an executive order. He added that the restrictions will remain in effect until the governments of the affected nations satisfactorily address the identified inadequacies. Officials described the new order as a more targeted effort than the President's earlier one. Each of the countries will be under its own set of travel restrictions, though in most cases, citizens of the countries will be unable to emigrate to the United States personally, and most will be barred from coming to work, study, or vacation in America. Iran will still be able to send its citizens on student exchanges. Certain government officials of Venezuela and their families will be barred from visiting. Somalis will no longer be allowed to emigrate to the United States, but may visit. Administration officials said the new rules would not apply to legal permanent residents, and they said that visitors who had valid visas from the countries listed will not have their visas revoked. That means that students in the United States can finish their studies and employees of businesses in the United States who are from the targeted countries may stay for as long as their existing visas remain valid. People whose visas expire will be subject to the travel ban. Six of President Trump's targeted countries are Muslim, said Anthony Romero, the executive director of the American Civil Liberties Union, The fact that Trump has added North Korea, with few visitors to the U.S., and a few government officials from Venezuela, doesn't obfuscate the real fact that the administration's order is still a Muslim ban. But one official on Sunday evening said Trump's ban was never, ever, ever based on race, religion, or creed. Here's the second front-page story. Merkel Claims a Fourth Term with Obstacles Reported from Berlin By Stephen Erlanger and Melissa Eady. Angela Merkel won a fourth term as chancellor in elections on Sunday, placing her in the front ranks of Germany's post-war leaders, even as her victory was dimmed by the entry of a far-right party into parliament for the first time in over 60 years, according to preliminary results. The far-right party, Alternative for Germany, or AFD, got 13% of the vote, nearly three times the 4.7% it received in 2013, a significant showing of voter anger over immigration and inequality as support for the two main parties sagged from four years ago. As Merkel and her center-right Christian Democrats won, the center held, but it was weakened. The results made clear that far-right populism, along with anxieties over security and national identity, was far from dead in Europe. They also showed that Germany's mainstream parties were not immune to the same troubles that have afflicted mainstream parties across the continent, from Italy to France to Britain. We expected a better result, that is clear, Merkel said Sunday night. The good thing is that we will definitely lead the next government. She said she would listen to those who voted for the AFD and work to win them back by solving problems, by taking up their worries, partly also their fears, but above all by good politics, she said. But her comments seemed to augur a shift to the right and more of an emphasis on controls over borders, migration, and security.